Good morning and happy Sunday, everyone. It is your host, Des, also known as Desby, and welcome to or back to the Brunch with Desby podcast. This is obviously your favorite start to the week every Sunday, your opportunity to drink and not be judged for it, as well as come hungover as fuck and be welcomed. So thank you for being here. If you're new here, what's up? If you're not new here, welcome back. And if you are just coming for the tea, I will tell you, I am going to be spilling it today. This is a highly requested topic from you guys and something that honestly holds really true to my heart and close involving the daddy gang. So if you're here because you are interested in the scoop of call her daddy and you're also just interested in my personal perspective, I'm totally here to give you my opinion. Number one, I just want to remind you guys, I am pregnant. Shortness of breath is a real thing. And I cannot help it. I drink all the water. I sit down. I let my heart rate come down every time. And I still get out of breath. Maybe it's because I just get so excited to talk to you guys. So happy Sunday again. If you guys haven't already, make sure before we dive into this podcast, you check out my recent merch, which you can find in my description box. Don't be a bitch and keep showing up. Merch is still available as well as leave this podcast a five-star review if you're on Apple. And if you're on Spotify, simply share. And also let's go ahead and keep tagging the Barstool president as well as Barstool Sports to get our opinion heard as well as Brunch with Desby heard. Who knows? I'll get to that in a second. So without further ado, super excited. Jumping into the podcast, just remember everyone's opinions are valid. All right. I'm just going to share my personal perspective on this being a fan of the podcast um, and now just feeling really sad. So let's get into it. Super excited to have you. Happy Sunday. guys call her daddy Sophia and Alex back at it again something we haven't heard in like six fucking weeks all right so if you guys keep up with Alexander Cooper and Sophia Franklin with a Y you will know there are two ladies who found kind of their strike to stardom by talking raunchy Talking about sex, talking about cheating, talking about Gluck Gluck 9000, flip on that dick, sit on it, spin on it, everything in between. It's a fun podcast to listen to. Technically, it's considered comedy. And I'm going to be honest, even myself being a listener, I'm not always sure how much of it is 100%. I do think there's a little bit of things dramatized in their podcast simply because it's exactly that. It's comedy. It's supposed to be funny supposed to be a little bit out there. So in general, Call Her Daddy came about in 2018 um, when from from this kind of the looks of it now, Alex had this idea of the Call Her Daddy podcast and Sophia, being her best friend, um, jumped on board as well. During this time, they were doing their podcast by themselves when the president of Barstool Sports, Dave Portnoy, found them and uh, obviously offered them a deal. In this deal, as Portnoy has kind of explained on his rants in the Call of Daddy podcast, um, he explains that in their negotiation, in order to even begin to start negotiating, he was going to make sure 
that Barstool Sports had the IP, which is also known as the intellectual property of Call Her Daddy. So at that point, Sophia and Alex would become employees of Barstool Sports, making a salary, making bonuses, and Barstool Sports would own all the intellectual property, the platform, the licensing licensing agreements, everything of Call Her Daddy. So we have to have that kind of addressed right away, um, that when Alex and Sophia entered into this three-year contract with Barstool Sports, they gave up their rights to owning Call Her Daddy. So to put that very kind of user-friendly for you, that would be like me having my DBFT, right, Desby Fit Training, online coaching. That would be like me selling my brand to Weight Watchers and having, (laughs) that's the fucking worst, that's the worst analogy I could have made up with. Why did that come in my head? So that's like Weight Watchers featuring DBFT, right? They own DBFT and I only make percentages, all right? Maybe I would have an amazing deal out of that to where it'd be worth it for me. And for Alex and Sophia, not being well-known, signing with Barstool Sports was huge because they have millions, millions of eyeballs on them all the time. And they have have the opportunity to kind of raise them into these stars, right? Um, So being younger in their 20s, I think at the time they started there, maybe 25, 24, you know, they, they wanted this money. They wanted this opportunity to quit their jobs and quit their careers and become uh, this podcast, you know, these podcast talkers. That's it, right? So within that, they started recording. They're doing a great job. And they're making, at first, probably about, from what I understand, $70,000, all right? You take the average person and you give them $70,000 to show up. And what they ended up not doing was not even show up to the office, that often, once a week, to record a podcast. Would you take that? (laughs) Absolutely. So as the podcast blew up, they went from about 12,000 downloads to 2 million plus in just two months. So this is a very relatable podcast. This is a podcast that guys listen to and girls listen to. It's funny. It's interesting, and at the end of the day, they started making a lot more money. Barstool did. Therefore, Alex and Sophia obviously wanted to negotiate, saying, hey, you know, we're obviously doing well for you, which is fair. They are the face of the brand, right? But we have to remember, Barstool Sports is doing all the background work. So they're doing, you know, probably all the taxes, all the LLC bullshit, all the salary information, all the promotion, all the promo pictures, all the shipping on merch, the creation of merch, the design of merch, the storefront, having to uphold the website storefront and pay for that, having to pay employees to run that, etc. right? There's a ton of cards that you have to picture Alex and Sophia not having to fucking lay a finger on. Beautiful. What an opportunity. So they started obviously getting interested in wanting them to, um, you know, increase their negotiation and their salary. During this time, they started doing that for year two. And this guy that Sophia ends up starting to date is kind of what has come in the picture known as Suitman. So the last part of kind of this background I'll give you is the fact that everyone is blaming 
Suit Man, which is also known as Peter Nelson, and he is an HBO executive. Um, I believe he's more in the sports aspect of HBO. So he's kind of come in the picture and has told probably Sophia and Alex and kind of been in their ear as Sophia's boyfriend saying, hey, you know, you guys, you guys are putting in the work of recording, you know, you deserve more money. So they end up going to Dave Portnoy, which is the president. You know, they're talking about negotiation. Dave hands them multiple negotiations that really you should never turn down, including fulfilling only 12 more months of Call Her Daddy. That's only 52 episodes. And they would get not only, I think, a $500,000 a year salary plus bonuses and uh, ultimately give them back the IP. So after they were done, they could leave and own Call Her Daddy. Barstool Sports would no longer own the rights to that. All right, so that's kind of where the drama stops, right? A few years, a few days ago, um, Sophia went on her Instagram story, kind of made a little spiel about um, how is she sad that it went down like this? Yes. Was it wrong? Yes. But Alex went behind her back multiple times and she felt disrespected, blah, blah, blah. Basically danced around all the truth that Dave seemed to have spewed out, right? So here's, here's where the issue comes and most people are having the issue with. If you look up tweets on Call Her Daddy right now, let me just tell you, they're not only just fucking hilarious, but they're also a lot of people genuinely upset at the fact that the girls um, not only had this podcast in their potential careers completely destroyed because of a man, which they just continuously talk shit about, but also because they're no longer friends and they always talked on their podcast about like literally how poor they were. This was more than just one time. I understand their goal is being um, relatable. Their, Their goal is to be transparent, you know, but at a certain point, If you're making that much money to show up to wherever to record one time per week, you have no right to even bring up income, period. (laughs) Like, why don't we just not talk about being poor? Like, let's just not have that in the conversation. You don't have to talk about being rich or being well off, but then don't talk to your audience and dismay them a total opposite way, acting as if, you are poor when you're literally greedy for more money, all right? So at the end of the day, what this has come down to is the fact that Alex and Sophia were greedy. They were shopping around their podcast illegally in a three-year contract with hopes to get a better contract than Barstool offered. At the end of the day, guys, Barstool, if you guys understand Barstool Sports and what they have done and what... Dave Portnoy has done in the 17 years he's been in the game. He's worth over $100 million. I mean, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to run a business. And Barstool at this point is king. And by that, I mean, Barstool will sue the shit out of you, number one. And number two, if you need to negotiate with them, they will most likely always do what's in benefit for you. And in this case with Dave Portnoy and his 
you know, kind of statements he's made about the negotiations that were at hand, he truly did do everything he could to make them an offer that they could not resist. I mean, if they would have just stayed for this 12 months, they would have literally been millionaires after this. Millionaires. Avoided conflict, avoided drama, avoided tea, avoided their characters now being compromised and kind of how we're, we're looking at them now as audience members. And now we have to think every time if, you know, say they come back, because that's kind of the big rumor is that Alex might come back herself. Every time we listen to her, we're going to have to know that that download equals money in her pocket. Money that she was already complaining about not getting and not being grateful for the millions of people that listen to the podcast. And for me personally, that's hard. That's hard to support someone who's literally going to be greedy and unappreciative of what they have. For myself, and I'm sure many of you out there who even just wish for a big break in something, right? Just X, a big break of being discovered in football and being discovered in dance, in ballet, in social media. You and I both can agree we would do anything for a big multi-millionaire company to come in and go, hey, we really want to invest in you. We think you're worth something. Why would you fuck that up? Honestly, that's when your head and your ego gets way too big for your body and all gratefulness and thankfulness seems to go out the window. The thing that really got me messed up too was listening to Dave Portnoy's um, kind of explanation on the podcast and he even said he offered Sophia a one-year contract for her own podcast in Barstool Sports. So even with her completely and royally being damn near close to fucking them over, he still offered her, I believe it was, a $500,000 year contract to produce her own podcast. So there has now been like four different strikes where they had the opportunity to completely come out of this on top and they decided just not to. So that confuses me. So at the end of the day, a lot of people, like I said, bringing it back to Peter Nelson, they're, they're kind of messing and prodding at this guy saying that he is the reason that they broke up, you know, that they're not friends anymore, um, that the podcast is now gone to shit. I beg to differ. Because as much as I think that Peter Nelson probably wanted the best for his girlfriend, meaning wanted her to be paid, quote unquote, properly, whatever he was thinking, it takes two, and in this case, three to tango. So there is no you know, likely evidence that it was just him who did it. So to have this whole cancel suit man, number one, cancel culture is stupid. But if you're going to cancel anything, cancel Alex and Sophia Because at the beginning, they were negotiating with Dave out of greed before Suitman even entered the picture. Before they were even shopping the podcast around, they came to Dave saying, give me more money for what we're doing, which is an hour and a half podcast one time per week talking about sex and raunch. That's it. And I'm not saying that that's wrong. A lot of us love listening to that. Even if we don't 
do the same stuff and (laughs) participate in the same sexual acts, it's still literally comedy and it's funny and it's interesting to listen to. Um, especially, you know, their questions of the week, like that was fun. You know, there was a lot of fun things about the podcast, but if you're going to claim to show up for an hour and a half a week in benefit of the doubt, maybe edit a podcast. I doubt that they even did that. Um, because you know, like they have employees to do that shit. Um, they have literal podcast producers employed at Barstool Sports. So it's not like they're doing the dirty work. If you think that that equals from what they were negotiating a million fucking dollars a piece, you are out of your mind. Does that mean that they wouldn't be worth a million dollars in a few years? No, they definitely could be. But when you sign a contract and you're under a big time company giving you clout, literally giving you clout, giving you the opportunity to have listeners, you have to abide by that contract. If you guys have ever signed a contract before, you know that shit is basically written in stone, all right? That's when you get legal people involved. That's when you have to get lawyers. And for something like this, this is going to be a huge, huge case in terms of the amount of money that Barstool will sue Sophia and Alex for. They've missed a total so far of, I believe, six podcasts on top of of a lot of merch that they, you know, obviously haven't been promoting. Barstool has stepped up and just made merch that they're making money from. And at this point, Alex and Sophia are technically still profiting off of the merch. So if you're buying Cancel Suit Man, Free the Fathers merch, even with Sophia and Alex not really being present right now, you're still paying them. We're still giving them money. By buying the merch. But at this time, Barstool has lost so much money for them just not showing up and completely boycotting their own podcast just because of income. And to my understanding, what I would assume, Barstool is still outrightfully paying them right now, um, regardless of fulfilling their contract they're probably still technically on salary. Now, with these six episodes that they've missed, that's about $600,000 plus that Barstool has lost. So we have to think about that. However, I'm not sure if they would uphold paying them during this strike, if you want to call it that. So I'm curious, personally, just as a business person myself, if they're still being paid or if they're kind of riding out, you know, the money that they just currently have laying around. Because I do know, I remember hearing, I think it was in maybe the bar stool, like the daily rundown. He spoke on how they wanted to be paid for the time in the pod. They wanted to be paid for the podcasts that they haven't even done, like that they haven't recorded. They wanted, they were demanding to be paid for the past X amount of weeks that they haven't even done anything or been in the office. And I remember Dave just like laughing me like, fuck no. So again, I'm not sure, but I do know that they're probably due to contract 
being paid their um, still their percentage for apparel sold. Um, so you have to kind of think about that in terms of when you're working under a big company, would you really ever fuck that up? Probably not. Or if you did, you, you know, something else is going on because that's a huge deal. So where do I personally see the podcast going forward? Um, number one, if Alex decides to return, a lot of people are cheering for her and for MILF Hunter. I will say, I just don't think it would be the same. You know, you have a few people who are probably stands. You know, they're they're definitely, um, you know, wanting to continue to stand her and work and, um, you know, be be happy. Um, but I do think at the end of the day, it's going to be awkward because again, you're going to have to remember every time that you listen to a podcast, you're paying her and she was already greedy to begin with. So that's hard for me. Um, with people wanting her and MILF Hunter, do I think that'd be a great dynamic? Yes. However, again, I do think that no matter what, especially with how Barstool has capitalized on this drama, um, which rightfully so, all press is good press, so good for them. I do think that if it comes back, they're still going to make money, but it's going to be hard for people to respect whatever it is that they end up doing just because of how much they've blown it up. However, it's all truthful and they're they're openly saying that they're upset. It's not like Alex would walk in the door and they'd be like, hey girl, glad to have you back. You know what I mean? It'd be, it'd be an awkward fucking position to be in. Uh, but at this point, it's either find a way to make amends, at least on Alex's part, or honestly, get fucked by being sued because it's going to be a huge battle. Now, in the other case... With Sophia, her and Alex, I don't know if they could be friends again. Because again, a lot of people have just lost that trust between them both. That integrity that they had against, you know, girls rule, boys drool. They completely just like threw that out the window with the mishap and the feud that they have going on because from how people, other people are viewing it because a man came in the picture. Again, you guys, it takes more than just one person to do this. Um, so you have to think of it that way. But I do think that it's a very interesting topic to think about because, you know, what would you do? I know for me, I would do whatever I needed to do to suck Barstool off. That's what I'm saying. And I'm being so real because at the end of the day, they are what is making you or literally as of now as we're seeing what is breaking you. And I think that Barstool would be an incredible opportunity to be a part of, um, which leads me to the fact that Dave Portnoy went on Call Her Daddy today and he actually opened, quote unquote, auditions for uh, talent. I wouldn't even call it for the Call Her Daddy podcast because he said, you know, we don't want to look for someone to replace Call Her Daddy but we're looking always for new talent. And uh, so I got on my shit right away. I made some LinkedIn connections. I sent an email with a little bit about me, little resume, all my social links, et cetera, et cetera. 
Um, and I just went for it. So, um, you know, if any of you guys have connections at Barstool, if any of you listening are from Barstool, um, you know, your girl is right here. I will gladly abide by contracts, legals, um, and ethical situations. I'm very much a part of that. Um, but I do think that it's important to realize it's situations like this, that as a business owner, as someone who even just does podcasts, it puts in perspective what is right and what is wrong. And so for any of you out there, I just want you to also take this as almost a little bit of a lesson and think about it where you would be at yourself. It's easy to say something and then act another if you were in that situation. You know, I 100% get it. But there also is a certain point where you respect authority, you respect who you're under, you fulfill what you need to fulfill, you negotiate and be honest with your feelings, but then you also just shut up. You know what I mean? You just, you do what you got to do and you keep your head down knowing that there's always going to be a door at the end in that either A, you learned a lesson or B, you learn how to better communicate going forward, right? So, you know, let me know what your guys' thoughts are. Let me know what you think. Um, if you're a Caller Daddy Gang member, um, obviously this is a podcast not necessarily on a topic. You know, I just wanted to share my opinion because, you know, sure, I could talk on my Instagram story about it, but 90% of people probably don't give a shit. And I respect that. So why not use my little podcast, let you guys have a little bit of more information if you're curious of what the fuck's going on. Um, or if you've never heard of Caller Daddy and you've seen it on my story or blah, blah, blah. Um, but also just to give you guys, again, my opinion that is very much warranted and able to be given. So that's kind of it with the daddy issues. Obviously to each their own, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, you can't cancel someone. You can't overly judge someone. You can have an opinion based off the current facts you have, which that I do, you know, my opinion is that they were, they're younger, well, they're 26, 27, younger women who got success very fast and fucked up. You know, they just they didn't abide by a contract or they just thought a lawyer would be able to fix it. So it doesn't mean that they're bad people. It doesn't mean that they're never going to come back from this by any means. But it's just a reminder that not everyone's perfect. Not every situation is going to be perfect. And at the end of the day, sometimes you have to learn from your mistakes. But in, in order to learn from them, you also have to make them. So, you know, there's no such thing as canceling. There, there should be no such thing as that. Simply form an opinion. Be open to hearing out the rest of the story. Um but also stay true to what you believe in. And in my opinion, I believe in what's right and what's ethical. And shopping around a podcast, trying to get out of a contract with the brand that made you, to me is not ethical. So a lot of different takes on this. A lot of information we don't know. A lot of information we do know. So we're all just going to kind of hang out with this and I'll be interested to keep up with it. Um, but like I said, I did email Barstool's auditions email. 
Um, that'd be dope to even just get literally a message back. Can you imagine that? Um, but we'll see. I always get nervous about sending emails because you don't ever want to kiss too much ass, but you want to give them enough to give you a reply. So <laughs> we'll see. Um, but thank you guys for supporting my podcast no matter what. I just want to let you know I don't make fucking jack shit money on this. I don't make any money. All I do is spend money, actually, to get it put up for me. So if you guys want to support me in the podcast, feel free to shop my codes, shop my links in the description, you know, use my codes at checkout, purchase my merch, shit like that. But right now, I don't make any money on podcasts. Um, going forward, it'd be really cool to just because I do put time into them. Um, and, you know, I'd love to do maybe a few ads on products that I really trust and believe in. But at no point for me is this ever going to just become a money pit. This is a place where I escape. This is a place where I get to just chat with you guys and have fun, fuck around, not necessarily be judged. And if I am, not know it um, and just be able to really elaborate on some of my experiences and more. Um, so if you guys are listeners now for, you know, what, 10 weeks, um, let me know, you know, email me, let me know what you want to hear about. Um, I have still so many other topics to cover, but I always like to hear kind of what's hot, what's needed now, where are we at? How's our mental health? Um, you know, how can I help? So again, thank you guys for listening. Um, if you haven't already, please leave this podcast, a five-star review on Apple, Um, You can write something a little mushy if you want to, or again, just share to Spotify. Honestly, tag the Barstool Sports, tag the Barstool President, let him know what brunch with Desby is about, and you never know. You never know unless you try, and for me, it's always embarrassing to try publicly because then you guys will know if I fail, but hey, if we fail and we don't get this um, opportunity to be noticed, then, you know, who gives a fuck? I'm still here, still showing up, (laughs) and I'm still fucking pregnant. Yes. So I love you guys. I hope you have a great day. Um, Again, have a drink for me. Hit a joint. Do whatever makes you feel really fucking good. Be safe. I love you. I'll see you next Sunday.